The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Hey, Giant fans. Welcome to the Giant Insider Podcast. My name is Jerry Foley. I am the senior editor of the Giant Insider newspaper. And with me, as always, is the man on the beat, the man at practice, Chris Bizignano. He is the heart of Giants Nation, as I like to call him. Uh, Chris, before we get started, I want to give a thank you and a shout out to the Media Captain, a web development and digital marketing firm for sponsoring our podcast. If you own a business and want a stunning website or a strategy to drive more leads or sales, contact Jason Parks at the Media Captain. When you contact the Media Captain, mention Omaha, Omaha, and you'll get a $100 advertising credit towards Google for your business. So first off, before we get into the, uh, the, the, the OTA update, Chris, uh, we yeah. just hit 19,000 followers on Twitter officially today on our way to, I, I don't know, God knows how many. Um, since you've come aboard, I mean, this, this is your time to, to brag a little. I know you don't like to do that, but uh, I, I don't know. What did we get? 8,000 over the last year or so? <laughs> so uh, it seemed like it took forever to get to 10,000, and over the last year, it's really taken off a credit to the work you're doing uh, with the updates. I mean, today, they were fast and furious. And uh, I also should mention, I'm on location again, so hopefully the good people of Boston uh, decide not <laughs> to uh, take down my Wi-Fi as we, as we do this. Uh, it looks like I'm, I'm fully, all the bars are all the way up, so it's better just, than last Just time. tell me with me, Jerry. You'll be all right. I will, yes. And uh, <laughs> I, I, I didn't wear a Yankee hat this time, so maybe they'll just... Oh, uh, you know, thank you. You know, I'm glad you're not being obnoxious right. walking around with a stupid Yankee hat up there. I mean, right, right. I could have worn a first place Yankee hat, but I, I decided not to. Oh, they sell first place Yankee hats for May 28th. It says first place on them, actually. The NY. Really? Find me. I want to see that. Where's that say? I'll send you a picture afterwards. Oh, I'll, I'll tweet okay. it out. Right. <laughs> so, buddy, little uh, little action today, huh? Yeah, yeah. In the rain too, man. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah, from what I from what I saw. Um, yeah, half the prep. Some, some, I'm sorry, Jerry. I was going to say some struggling a little bit at least at a at a quarterback. Sorry, Lisa. Uh, right off the bat, right. I just want to apologize for saying that. <laughs> but um, saw some uh, you know tweets that Eli was a little off early. Yeah, yeah. Um, didn't look. Yeah, he looked all right. You know, like Jones. Uh, the defense got the better of the offense. Uh, maybe a little bit of a wet ball some on some uh, throws. Um, it rained. It was like a steady rain for like the you know the, the Second half of the practice, I thought maybe because I've seen this before, where they actually you know bring the team inside. Yeah. During the week, but Sherman explained afterwards, uh, saying, "Hey, we played a lot of games in the rain last year, so this doesn't hurt." You know, you just figure, you know, the OTAs, you don't want to see a guy go down, slip, you know, get hurt or something like that. But um, no, it worked out well. I mean, I don't think one guy slipped, which is a credit to the Giants. You know, field personnel, man, uh, who, you know, guys that take care of the fields, man. It was really held up well. Um, and they got their work in, you know, in the rain, but they got their work in. And the defense, I felt, got the better of the offense again. Can't be more impressed, Jerry, than um, these young kids, you know, Beal and Bakers and uh, even Julian Love today. Um, I'm surprised you didn't say Love first. 
Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I actually talked to Julian about that little pickup, you know, scooped up a little fumble there and, and went to the house, would have went to the house if it was a game condition. And, um, yeah, who, you know what? That was the Elijah Penny fumble, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah you know, Julian being a, a Notre Dame, as usual, is all over, all over the loose ball. <laughs> That's what they teach there. They, and, they're uh, bred that way, those Notre Dame. Oh, yeah, Golden you know Douglas. that. <laughs> Very impressed, Jerry, with Antoine, a- Antoine Bethea. Um, besides coming up with an interception today. Yeah, um, let's, uh, I was going to say, let's talk about that because that yeah. was a pickup that no one was really excited about. It was, meh, mm-hmm. older safety. But it mm-hmm. looks like he has, uh, he's in control of the back end of that defense yeah. and sounds like he's kind of the quarterback. Oh, without question, he's the leader back there. Um, don't forget, you know, he comes from Betcher's system. He knows everything that Coach Betcher wants. He'll line up everybody the right way. Um, and he's showing it, Jerry. He's... You know, he's, just, he's not just riding out the last few years of his contract, of his career. Um, you know, he's out there playing football, man. He's leading the team. Um, Peppers, he's guiding Peppers on a lot of different things. You can see he's constantly coaching him up. Uh, he's lining up guys out there. and He's going to be a very, very valuable member of this team. Um, uh, I think he, I, I've, I've expressed before that I feel, he, you know, he has – some ball left in him. No question. This is his 14th year. Uh, but I watched him last year in Arizona. And I, I've talked about this with you, Jerry, before. That I said, wow, this guy's still got this guy's still playing well. Yeah. I'm happy to have him on board. Uh, I tell you what, Jerry, Jabril Peppers is, is flying around out there, man. Good. Flying around. Yeah. And I asked Coach Sherman today about it. I said, you know, this guy's vocal out there. This guy looks like he wants to be a, you know, step up and be a leader. And, Sherman basically agreed, saying, yeah, listen, not all the time, you know, vocal guys are leaders. A lot of guys do it by example. But, you know, this guy and this guy, you know, people are following him already, you know. I put it on Twitter today, Jerry. I mean, Peppers, he looks, you know, he wants to get this thing going now, man. This guy loves this game of football. He's flying around out there. Um, I think you're really going to like him, but I think the fans are going to fall in love with him. That's awesome. Um, and it's someone that I still feel like it, with the fans that I speak to, which is on a daily basis, just getting people's thoughts and trying to see. And everyone's still upset about Landon Collins. But, you know, and then I turn around and say, aren't you excited about, about Jabril Peppers? And they say, well, I heard he stunk in Cleveland. It's like, well, watch some film on the kid. Watch what he's doing in the OTAs, mm-hmm. right? He's flying all over the field. Mm-hmm. So that's excellent to hear. I, I think I'm more excited about um, Bethea because it was someone that when they signed him, I felt pretty much like everyone else did. Like, uh, another mm-hmm. car, another Cardinal. Here we go. Another guy that Betcher brought over that's, you know, in the Kareem Martin mold. It's not going to have much impact. Um, or like Josh Morrow, someone like that. But it sounds like he has a complete control of the back end of that defense. And we said it before, man, if you're not excited about these young corners, Mm. Uh, you're not paying attention because the, it seems like yeah. these guys are flying around and you know you never you don't want to hear you know Eli's picked in practice but then the good thing the upside of that is while well, the defense is playing well I was going to talk about that real quick Eli never looks good to me in all the years I've watched him in preseason he looks completely disinterested <laughs> uh, no he does he just does. he always did even when they in his in his in what should have been his MVP year in 2011. I thought it was one of the worst preseasons I've ever seen him play. Right. And I just thought, is this guy done? Like, what the hell's wrong with him? Mm. He looks disinterested. And, of course, he had the year he had in 2011. He, basically, he and JPP put the Giants on their shoulders that year. From what you're seeing, 
Does he look any different than last year? Is look pretty much the same. Like I, I don't want to, I don't want to uh, dive into. Oh, is he too old? Mm-hmm. Is the ball coming yeah, out differently? Yeah. I mean, there was rain today, right? He never throws yeah. down the rain. <laughs> yeah, I thought he got off to a better start last year, to be honest with you, than he has this year. Yeah. Um, but uh, Eli's Eli, you know. But uh, I tell you one thing. Tell you one thing. Um, I can understand your point. You know, Eli's a professional. He's always, you know. He loves the competition and all that. and But there could have been some preseasons where he's like, well, you know, let me get some work in because I'm going to be starting and, you know, I'm worried. I'm not worried about anything, right? Yeah. That that might have, you know, that might have changed a little bit this year, Jerry, because now there's a kid behind him waiting to get in there, Yeah, you know. Um, but Eli, one thing I tell you, I'm watching his arm, and he's got good zip on the ball, Jerry. You know, yeah. he has good zip on the ball, Eli. Um, he's you know, typical Eli. Some good throws, and then you wonder where, where the, what the heck he's doing in one play. Like he totally overthrew Shep today on a slant, mm. and it wound up in Pathea's hands. Cool. You know, um, <laughs> was it was it pouring rain or was it just drizzling at the? Uh, I don't even think it was the rain part yet. <laughs> I don't quite remember, but you know, yeah. was it a good throw? Um, but. Um, some other throws he was smart about. It was coverage. You know, there was nothing there. Eli threw it away. Um, and some other throws was like, ah, all right. And then he has some good zippers, some other things, you know, typical Eli, you know. So, um, hey, listen, it is what it is, right? I mean. Um, yeah, and I, I actually thought his best preseason was last year. Like, I watched the preseason I, I, last year. Yeah, he, like, he well, played he well. Looks, he looks born again. He looks alive. He, yeah. He's rolling out. He's, he's hitting people. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, maybe he's just trying to impress the new coach. <laughs> so, yeah, but, and plus, uh, at the second that he was going against, really couldn't cover anybody either. Right, you know? right. Curtis Riley um, was not scaring him. Well, you had Riley's, you had the Webs, and you had, you know, these yeah. other guys besides Jack Rabbit, who wasn't even there today. Um, but I tell you, but. You know, like I, I've talked about this before. You know, you don't go crazy with OTAs. Definitely not, right? Yeah. But one thing you can tell in OTAs, one thing you can look at and say, okay, this is this is something you could take something positive or negative from is that that's what you see in OTAs. You see wide receivers against corners, and and man coverage zone, whatever they might be playing. You know, um, so it's good to see that this bill. Uh, listen. I don't want everybody to get too excited, Jerry, too because late. it's too, May. Too late. Too late. I got everybody excited. I'm excited. You got me excited. <laughs> okay. Well, I could tell you this, but um, listen, we'll find out in training camp and preseason and all that. But this Sam Bale kid, Jerry, yeah, looks like the real deal. Looks like the real deal. And the DeAndre Baker kid looks like the real deal. So um, mm. po- all positive right now. Does does Julian Love look as good as them or no? I like, Love, like you, well, it, say say Jack Rabbit mm-hmm. wasn't on the team. Beal mm-hmm. and, and Baker are the starters, right? Right. Yeah. And then Love and Haley will be battling for the slot, which Haley has a, a step up on him right now. Oh, he looks. He's how's he doing? He's doing pretty good. I mean, Haley's with the ones. You know, Love is with the twos. He's got a roof for two. You hope he. I mean, I don't know how many yeah, defensive no backs doubt. they can keep, but you hope he he yeah. uh, makes the team. I like Haley. Yeah, yeah. Listen, uh, right now Haley's got you know he's got to step up on on Love, um, but you know Love seems to be one of those kids too, Jerry. That's always around the ball. Yeah, you know. Um, so, listen, uh, there was times, there was a few times Eli looked right, left, right. Of course, you know nobody sacking Eli. He's just you know you can't you know none of that stuff. But he's looking, look, and couldn't find anybody open. You know, 
Mm. And we'll talk about with the ones. So we're talking Tate, you know, Shep's out there. And by the way, speaking of Shep. Yeah, you 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 pointed out he's having a great uh, OTA uh, so far. Sterling Shepard um, has, you know, it looks really good. He, you know what? Where do they he's have, been, where do they have him? The slot or on the outside? They have him on the outside. Nice. Yeah, they have him on the outside mostly, you know. Yeah. And mostly, you know, Tate's been on the slot, been in the slot. Um, but Shepard looks like, Jerry, that he has taken upon himself to say, I am the number one receiver now, and I'm going to play like the number one receiver. You know? He knows the targets are going to come his way with Odell not being here anymore. Um, I think, you know, Shep told me me this personally, and he's said it before, I I can't have the drops. You know? Yeah. That's got to get out of my game. And he hasn't dropped really anything yet. Um, so he's worked on that part of the game. You got to hope that continues. And speaking of drops, Jerry, um, we have a kid here that has a load of talent. Uh, hey, Darius Slayton. I, I know. I know where you're going with this. Yeah, you know where I'm <laughs> Everyone, going. With everyone's this, right? bringing up Tim Carter 2.0. Uh, yeah, no, please. But um, <laughs> this kid Slayton has a world of talent, Jerry, but he just cannot continue to drop balls. As a matter of fact, I, you know, people ask for video, video. T- uh, tweets today, you know, so I got about three or four of them out there on Twitter, and then we have to basically stop with the video, you know. Right. Uh, it's not me, folks. You know, there's a certain po- portion. Uh, you get it like a certain amount of time you could video, and, and then they don't want your video anymore. So, um, you see it right there. I think I, I think it was from Jones. Um, I was videotape. I was videoing both guys, and Slayton dropped the ball right there, right there. It's right there on the video, right, but I'm sure yep. you've seen it. Yeah. <laughs> Watch it 17 times. Right. Um, and, you know, the kids drops is an issue. It was a little bit of an issue in Auburn, and it's been an issue so far in his OTAs. Um, can't do it, bud. Can't have it, no matter how talented he is. And he's talented. The kid, you see the kid has talent, but if he continues this, dropping the ball, I put it on Twitter today, Jerry, he is not going to be on the 45 come Sunday afternoons. It's just not going to be, bud. By the way, dude, I'm so glad we waited till tonight to do this because I mean, if we did, if we waited till yesterday, if we did this yesterday, like we normally do a, a, the Monday podcast, and right. apologies, folks, but I think Chris and I would have talked about hot dogs and hamburgers over the weekend. I, I, don't, right. know, I don't know what we would have had <laughs> since thir- since Friday. We dropped the podcast later than we normally do last week. We did it Friday. Um, really glad that we waited uh, till tonight because there's so much to talk about from what you saw today. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. Uh, a, a kid like Slayton is not going to make the the final roster for the week. He's going to be a scratch every week, or whatever they call it, or inactive. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a hockey term, a scratch. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you know, it's not like the opportunity is not there. I mean, you ha- you obviously have Tate and Shepard, and then behind them you have probably Corey Coleman. You mm-hmm. have Latimer. I mean, not guys who are well, they they have talent and they have potential, but not world beaters by any means. So. If Slayton uh, can hang on to the ball, since he's a wide receiver, he would mm. have a, he'd have a lot of opportunities to get some playing time on Sundays. It's a shame that he he can't seem to do that. Yeah, he's going to have to improve in that because you know if he continues at this pace of having drops, he's just not going to play. Jerry, I don't care how fast he is and how many routes he can, you know, how how well defined he is, and all this, and you know how much he could get over the top, and uh, he's just not going to play. You know, he'll be a practice squad player. And he won't be active on Sundays, like I just said. Uh, you just can't have a guy, and they can't, you know, you can't rely on, you know. 
So uh, hopefully he improves in that. He is working at it. You know, it was an issue in Auburn, like I just said, and it's been an issue so far in this off-season program. So we'll see. But so was our boy Dexter Lawrence with the ones today, or what? He mixed in with the ones. Nice. Um, That's man. I, I tell you what, Jerry, when he gets in there, <laughs> well, you you notice, you'll see him, man. You notice him immediately when he's on the field. All you yeah. see is this mountain of a kid, yeah. <laughs> ninety-seven, towering over the guard. You know, yeah. it's pretty funny, man. But uh, yeah, he's been mixing in with the ones. Hey, listen. They did this with Will Hernandez last year. I remember they wanted him to play left guard right from the get-go, and he was with the twos at first. And then everybody was like, oh, what the hell is Sherman doing? Why is he with the two? You know? And then he started mixing with the ones, and then it was his job. Um, yeah, I, I, mean, I was going to say, that. Lawrence Taylor said once he was with the threes when he first started. By the yeah. end of practice, he ended up with the ones, the first practice. <laughs> yeah, right, um, which, I, which I happen to be at. <laughs> I happen to remember that, believe it or not. Uh, oh, um, you were, you were, really? Yeah, yeah. Um, wow. I was happy to be at Lawrence Taylor's first practice, and um, uh, I don't remember him being with the threes, yeah. but I just remember him, everybody going, oh, my God. You know, uh, he was just destroying people at the first practice. So, And back so, then, that's when guy, guys yeah, hit, you know. Yeah, so, no, I was just saying, back then, they had the pads on two days, and they hit, you know, so you could see what a guy could do, you know. So, so to put you on the spot, not that yeah. there's a Lawrence Taylor here, but if there was an oh, my God type of player that you didn't – not that you didn't think of before, but from what you've seen so far, who's the guy that jumps out at you the most, offense or defense, where you say, wow, this kid can play, or at least looks like he's on his way to, to being something maybe something, somewhat special, besides Saquon, obviously. Uh, out of this year's draft class? No, overall. Just when you're watching, could it be, um, a, could be a free agent, could be a guy we traded for. Um, um, I, I tell you what, uh, I'm not going to say, oh, my God, like, you know, like, oh, but, but – you know, a new kid that's coming here that's impressed me is, is Peppers. That's great. That's so good to hear. You know, uh, Peppers definitely has caught my eye. And, you know, if you don't want to believe me, I mean, Sherman's been raving about him, man. Yeah. Sherman is raving about him. You know, yeah. um, he's caught my eye. You know, it's not like, you know, listen, I'm not going to put him with a call Banks long. It's like, yeah, oh, yeah, my right, God, right, look right. at that. Yeah. But he's caught my eye in these practices, man. He's very active, you know. Um. On the offensive side, but obviously Saquon, but we all know that. That's right. That's 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 a given. Yeah. Um, I would say so far, Ingram, Evan, double E, Evan Ingram, and Shep have taken it to another level so far in this offseason program. Good. Awesome. Glad to and hear Kyle Loletta. <laughs> yes, yes, I'm sure Loletta <laughs> no, is I'm only kidding. I'm speeding only kidding. around the field. <laughs> no, Loletta hasn't even been out there with the full team drills yeah. yet. He's still got that knee issue. Yeah, knee issue. Mm, okay. I'll, I'll buy into it, I guess. <laughs> no, he does. He does. He's got a little <laughs> knee thing going on. He had to get it cleaned up. So, Ed, uh, you, you listed the linebackers. <clears throat> Ogle, it was, I don't know if it was just the way you listed it. Yeah, I'm was, sorry. I okay. just whip it out there quick. It no, was, I, didn't, I didn't know if they mixed them up at all. That's all. No, no. It was Ogletree and Goodson on the inside and Golden and Carter on the outside. Yeah. Uh, how'd they look? They look good. Marcus Golden looks like he's got a first step burst going. Good. You know, it looks like he looks like his knees one hundred percent. You know, he said it is, but a lot of times athletes say, you know, oh, I'm good, I'm one hundred percent. But then you look at them in the field and say, this guy ain't one hundred percent. You know, but he does look one hundred percent. Um, he looks like he's got a little burst going, so that's a that's a positive sign. Um, I've been saying it over and over, Jerry. I'm going to say it again. Um, Lorenzo Carter is going to have a good second year with this team. Good. Um, Goodson's in a battle for his life. He's going to be in a battle. With he's with the ones. But I'm telling you right now, he's going to be battling this Connolly kid, and he's going to be battling uh, Ty Davis for the starting position. 
So on the defensive side, Jerry, your only question marks, in my opinion, is if Dexter Lawrence starts on the defensive line, which I believe he will come game one. Uh, the inside linebacker position with Goodson. Yeah. And um, that's about it. I fully believe Beal and uh, obviously Jack Rabbit's going to be on one corner. And I fully believe Beal was going uh, to be in the other corner. But he's going to be battling out with Baker and all that. That's unreal that we traded up for a guy in Baker. And we, we may have a guy who's better or, or at least ahead right now. Well, he's ahead right now. Yes, sir. Yes, he is. That's, that's incredible news because mm-hmm. people were saying, oh, who the hell is Sam Beal? And all you've been doing is raving about that kid. Well, yeah, listen, Jerry, we, we've talked about this. I've said it myself. Hey, we don't know what the hell this Beal is. Sure. Right? Yep. Uh, he got hurt last year with the shoulder. Listen, here, I'm concerned about one big thing with Beal, and that's the shoulder, Jerry. You know you know how those things are, bud, in the NFL. Yeah. He's had two of them now, two injuries with the shoulder. He's, you know, t- I look at it like he's one hit away from being gone for the year. I'm sorry. Uh, you know, Landon, Landon Collins has had problems with his shoulders, you yeah, know? Yeah. And, and it happened again last year with Landon. You know, Landon's played through a lot of games where his shoulder was killing him, and then he went out with it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that's what concerns me about the Beal kid is that, you know, if, what happens with the shoulder? What happens if boom? And, yeah, yeah, he's saying, that, you know, it's 100%, and I'm sure it is. But with the shoulder issues with NFL players, man, um, when they, you know, when they, when they pop a few times, they surgery, whatever it is, man, he, you just feel like it's one hit away again from the IR, you know? Now, did they have Beal lined up on one side or the other, following someone, or was he kind of all over the place? No, nah, he just playing on a one corner. Yeah. You know? Uh, they had Baker. On a, well, uh, if you look behind the defense, Baker was on the right corner. Beal was on the left corner, you know? Okay. And last week, it was Janoris on the right corner. He was staying in his spot, and Beal was on the left corner, you know? But yep. that's just for now. So based on what you said before, I would expect Dexter Lawrence to move up to the starting. I, yes. I don't think they drafted him that yes. high to say, you know, you're going you're gonna to learn. I think he's going to learn on the fly, even if they deem him not that ready. I just, I don't know. Dalvin Tomlinson is so average as a nose tackle, right? I, this is the guy mm-hmm. they got. He's going to be playing. It's interesting what you said about Goodson, because I thought that the, the fact that he's always injured would be the thing that keeps him from starting but it sounds like even with him being healthy, he's going to be in for the fight of his life against uh, against Connolly or Ty Davis. I don't. Yeah, like, listen, I thought Ty Davis looked good last year. I, I, maybe I was the only one, but I actually liked him last year. So yeah, so did the coaches staff. Yeah. You know, um, um, listen, I'm not saying Goodson's going to lose his job, and I like BJ Goodson, Jerry. I do. I, he's one of those guys I feel is always around the ball. Um, but but he is going to have to win. That position, it's his job right now to lose, Jerry. No question. He'll be the number one going to training camp, but that doesn't mean he's going to come out of training camp as a number one. You know, so he's going to have to fight for his position. Um, probably win it. He'll probably win that battle. You know, um, we'll see. You know, um, but he's, you know, that's going to be one position that I will be writing about. You know, in a giant insider. On position battles, right? When we do that article in July, so be interesting. Yeah, good stuff, buddy. How was the uh, how the offensive line look to you? Uh, Pulley was with the ones today. Uh, Halapio was with the twos. Okay, and so that's, a little, and that's just a change up. That's all. Just a change up, but yeah. it is a, a, a sign, Jerry, that those two will be fighting for that number one spot in camp. Yeah, you know, Zaytla. Uh, you know, everybody else was normal. Of course, they're going with Brian Mahalik, left tackle. Uh, cause Nate Solder will not be around until training camp. Right. 
um, you have a better chance of seeing, you know, <clears throat> the Yankees lose to one of the crap teams they're playing for the last month <laughs> than Nate Solder. Hey, can't control the schedule, Chris. That's what they then, always say, right? Then Brian Mahalik playing on his offensive line, you know. <laughs> Uh, and Real is over the right tackle, so we oh, all yeah, know what's yeah. going to happen there. Remus, you know, Remus didn't practice today; he's still out with the back. Yep. Um, Remus, I'm sure, will be with the ones when he's healthy, and Wheel will fight it out with him. And of course, Nate Soul will be over that left tackle spot. You touched on it before, um, Evan Ingram. He do anything today in practice that kind of jumped out at you? Because I, if there's, we've talked about it, man. If there's one guy I'm excited about, as long as he's healthy, I think Ingram can be. You know, Ingram could be a top five type of receiving uh, tight end in this league. Yeah, I agree. He didn't do anything. You know, he had a, he had a grab today, but nothing that really stood out. Um, but yeah, yeah. Listen, I expect big things out of him um, um, this year. No question about it, man. No question. He looks great. Um, he looks like he's uh, ready to roll, man. But he's got to stay injury free. You know, that's his thing. You know, he actually went to the. I saw him standing on the sideline. It looked like something was bothering him today. I'm not quite sure that he announced anything on it, but um, hopefully it was nothing. So Pat Shermer made a funny comment today, and it, it was all over the, the Twitterverse, and I, I looked at it and just shook my head and kind of laughed. And I don't know if he's got to work on his um, sayings or whatever. I don't know if you were there for it. But he, <laughs> yeah, said, uh, he said that Eli and Jones are very common in their approach, but they're fiery under the covers. <laughs> It's like, okay. Yeah, Paul you, you see, after he said it, he was like, oh, man, what did I just say? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, some no, people no. like to jump in as a laugh. I, I, saw, I, I was, thought it was funny, that's all. Yeah, it was pretty funny. Obviously, that's not what, you know, came out wrong. Um, <laughs> what Sherman said, I saw it was ripping through Twitter world immediately, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, well, absolutely. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, pretty funny moment, Sherman, uh, when he said that. Didn't exactly come out the way he meant it to be. So we uh, we talked about most of the starters. How did uh, how did Jones look? I mean, you know, the, fir- right. the first OT, you know, he looked different when he played the rookies from the first yeah. OTAs. You said, uh, then today, supposedly he made the best pass of the day, right? To I think it was to what Russell Shepard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I thought of Russell Shepard. Uh, you know, he was Tanny Alex Tanny got in with the twos a little bit, and Jones with the threes, and they mixed that up, you know. But he's been getting his reps with the twos, not with the ones. He's been getting his rep with the twos. And uh, Sherman talked about it. Listen, every day is a work in progress. He's going to have to work his way up to day one, you know, where he's ready to go. And uh, so, listen, he's a rookie. Some He makes some nice throws some, and some other throws like, uh, you know, all right, you know. Uh, but he's not – He's not Jerry, he's not out there – and you're not looking at him saying, oh, my God, what are they doing? Well, how did they draft this kid at six, you know? He has not shown that yet. Good. That's awesome to hear because uh... – I don't know if you know, Chris, not a lot of people were high on that pick at six. So, so. Yeah, no, I know a guy in Nashville that wasn't. <laughs> he left the draft, supposedly. He walked home in the rain. <laughs> pouring well, rain. Was, <laughs> there was a guy in the media room wasn't either. But hopefully we're both wrong. But hopefully everybody's wrong, right? Uh, I've never wanted to be more wrong in my life. I will take it all year long. If yes, This sir. kid turns out to be uh, Bart Starr, who uh, unfortunately passed away over the weekend as well. Yep. Um, so... You know, it's hard to, to take too much from these, but the one yeah. good thing, it seems like there's almost perfect attendance, no? Yep. Everybody's, uh, Janoris was out today. He had something with his family, you know. Um, Most everybody's there. Let's, look, you see some of these other teams, and these stars are not even showing up. The Jets have a guy, you know, there's a new system, and Le'Veon Bell hasn't even showed up yet for an OTA, right? 
Yes. So that's a good sign. Everybody's there's coming a guy, in. There's a guy in, uh, in Cleveland. I think he showed up to one out of five practices. A, a, a very good wide receiver who yeah. uh, has some off the yeah. field things. So. Yeah. Yeah. So you're glad to see that, uh, <laughs> you know, everybody's over here with the Giants. And I tell you, man, um, very enthusiastic, man. Uh, the enthusiasm in these practices, Jerry, is like yeah, a lot of hooting and hollering. And, uh, yeah, you said that with Peppers, especially. Yeah, oh, Peppers never stops. Peppers never stops. Yeah, he likes to rub it in the offense's face a little bit when they got a nice little coverage thing going on, you know, when the quarterback has to throw it away or they knock down a pass. He's one of those guys. He likes to let the offense know that, you know, we're the boss out here, you know. Which you, you love that, bud. You love that, you know. That's what I want. I want a guy out there. You know, wants to shove a football up the quarterbacks. You know what? You know, like you know, we need that attitude, man. You know, you need that attitude in the NFL, in my opinion. And Pepper seems to have it. Um, yeah, I think the last giant safety that had it was probably what Antrell Roll. Yeah, Roll had that chip. Yep. <laughs> and then before yeah. that, it was oh, I don't know, M. Wintonell. I have no idea. Like, did you look at it, you look at the? I don't think he did that in practice. But if you look at the Giants' safeties in their history, they've had some okay guys. They've had. Yeah. You know, Jabril yeah. Wilson, Terry Kennard was good, and then he tore yeah. up his knee in 86. Yeah, yeah, Spider yeah. Lockhart was really good, but the team stunk. Yeah. Kenny Phillips could have been the stud that we've always wanted. <laughs> I mean, Jabril Peppers, it's like, dude, if, if, if you can do that, if you can be the leader of this defense or the emotional leader and mm. kind of be that spark plug, he will be a fan favorite right off the bat. Well, you're going to see a lot of emotion out of 21. I promise you that, man. You're gonna you're gonna see it, you know. A- Antoine Pathé is gonna be like the leader. He's the veteran, Jerry. Yeah. You know, um, they're gonna be looking. He's gonna be lining up the defense and all that, making sure everybody's on the same page. Especially because he knows Betch. You know, I'll coach Betch's system. You know, yeah. um, but the emotional guy, you're gonna see um, Peppers, man. You, you know, you're gonna really like what he brings to the table. You know, he's got a little fire. He's got a lot of fire into him, man. You know, Jersey kid. Uh, and he's happy to be here, man. And he is, <clears throat> you know, he he feels he's coming into his own now, Jerry. He feels he was kind of a little behind in that system in Cleveland. Um, he likes it here. He likes Betch's aggressive system. Uh, like, I, like I just said, loves being home, yeah. loves being a giant. And he, this is a kid that I feel, you know, people say, oh, he stunk in Cleveland. Well, he didn't stink in Cleveland. Okay, he just didn't play up to that number one status yeah, for the first safety, year and a half. Safety is a tough position to learn as a rookie too. Right. Brian Dawkins was not a good rookie, right? Right. It's right. very few. Ed Reed was pretty good. Palomalu was pretty good, but these guys—that is a tough position to learn. Yeah, um, you know, anybody that says that he's, you know, oh, this kid stunk, and it's not. Just go back to the last eight games and check out what this kid did, and and then get back to me and say he stunk. You know, and you don't have to believe me, man. I mean, Carl Banks said it, you know. Um, the kid's coming into his own, and hopefully he plays really well. You know, listen, we're not comparing to Troy and Paula. And no, Meads, no, but no, 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 no. The point all. you're making is that it's tough right out of the gate, man. Sure. It's tough. Right. You know? Um, so I think, you know, I think you're going to be pleased with this kid. I, I think, um, you know, it's going to work out for the Giants. You were talking about enthusiasm. It's awesome hmm. to see Corey Ballantyne back, huh? Already? Oh yeah, Corey. Yeah, I'm glad you. I'm, I'm glad you mentioned him, Joe. Yes, Ballantyne got some work in today with the team drills. He was he was he had some snaps with the threes, but he's moving well. You know, yeah. he's moving well. You know, I'm um, glad to see it for the kid. You know, um, so he was nice to see out there. You know, couldn't see he didn't see too much of him. He had a few snaps, but he's working his way back. 
you know, next week's the mini camp, Jeff. You know, the mandatory camp. But um, and you know, the whole squad. Obviously, the whole squad's been basically hit. You know, for these OTAs, but. You, know, you see a little bit more of him. He's getting in shape, and he's going to be a hundred percent ready to roll um, for you know for the training camp at the end of July. I mean, you think about it. You're a kid like Valentine. You you were drafted and out of Washburn, maybe with, with the second guy ever drafted out of Washburn, and then that that tragedy happens, and then the Giants say, "Take whatever time you need." If you're him, you're like, "I'm not that other organizations wouldn't have done that," but you have right. to think like, "Man, I want to play for this team." Like, wow, thanks guys. Like. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. They they gave him the time he needed to be with his friend and and to to the friend's family rather and to mourn it and I just think they handled that such the right way and um, stuck up for him in the media when certain buffoons made certain um, I guess innu uh, certain uh, uh, not innuendos but uh, drew drew their own conclusions on on what could have happened. So mm-hmm. I just thought the Giants handled that with a lot of class. So seeing him back, it's not really that surprising that he's um, trying to get there. So. Yeah, sure. Listen, he was so grateful he was drafted, right? Yeah. In the first place, being out of Washburn, and not, um, and not like not like um, what was his name Michael uh, Michael Thompson happy from out of Connecticut, where he said afterwards, I didn't think I was going to get drafted. <laughs> the kid uh, that, that was drafted, uh, he was a uh, no, not Connecticut. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm thinking of Jeremy Davis. Michael Thompson was out of uh, Texas. Yes, uh, Texas. Yeah, yep. it, was, it was a corner slash safety who said mm-hmm. I didn't think I was going to get drafted. So not like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Ballantyne, you know, Ballantyne's, uh, you know, he's grateful for being you know, drafted by the Giants out of Washburn and grateful the way they handled it after the tragedy in his life. Um, and he's out there busting his butt, but we'll see, you know, we'll start seeing in July what we have at this kid. You know, it's another corner, you know. Um, so we'll see. Anything else jump out at you today before we get to our buffoons or what? Um. No, I think that's that's it, man. I think that's it. What was the mood with Sher- was he was Shermer in a testy mood, a good mood? No, or? no, he's always pretty much the same mood. Yeah. Shermer. I didn't, know, I didn't know if anyone else not named Chris Bizignano pissed him off or anything. No, no, he's um, he's always in, a, in a basically the same way. The only time I see him pretty intense and pretty about the snap um, is after a loss, you know, uh, which is understandable, right? Um, you know, but other than that. You know, practices like that. He's always pretty much the same, uh, Sherman. You know, you'll just see him sometimes where he thinks it's like a little bit of a stupid question. You could tell he gives out like that smile when he answers. Yeah. <laughs> well, other than that, no, he's he's a, he's a gentleman, Jerry. You know, you know this guy is not going to go out there and give you that you know attitude and that coughing crap, yelling at everybody, and you know all that nonsense that he used to do. You know, um. Dude, so I, used to, I was in some press conferences with Coughlin back in the day. Right. Where <laughs> I laughed because it was so uncomfortable, the hatred that he had yeah. towards certain guys. I'm not going to name who they are, but he had severe, real, I mean, real hatred yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. with some people where you just thought he might jump off this podium and kill this guy. Yeah, yeah, that was his act. You know, yeah, he, hated, yeah. he hated this. He hated, he hated a lot of some of his players, too. He would walk right by some of his players, too. You know, that he felt they had, you know, no use to the, for the team. You know, um, that's the way Coughlin was. You know, Parcells used to act like he hated a lot of guys. Remember? But I wasn't quite sure if he really did. A lot of Parcells, he used to love to play the media, Parcells. Remember? Yeah, <laughs> he but he, 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 did, he did it with humor. That's, yeah, he that did was the it. Difference. 
he had that Jersey humor, right? Right. right. <laughs> Where he was like a like Charlie Weiss, like a real wise a wise yeah. guy, you know, yeah. the way he give an answer, you know. What would he call? He like call them commies to their face. He goes, "You're subversive from within." This is what I'm talking about with these questions. Now right. he would he would get testy with certain guys. Oh no, then, no, then he, then he would laugh it off. Yeah, but yeah, but he would be friendly with that guy the next day, you know. Right. right. Uh, Parcells, you know, he would get if he felt you said something stupid, he would let you know about it, you know. But the next day, from what I understand, Jerry, there was so many times that yeah, Parcells exactly would, what you're talking about. Right, he would snap on a reporter. Yeah. And an experience, a, a, a matter of fact, a guy who's been covering the Giants since the '60s told me this, you know, yeah. that he would snap on a guy Parcells, and Parcells would call him the next day and say, "Listen, nothing personal with that," you know. Yeah. Um, you know, so, uh, you know, Paul Sells was like that, you know, well, Coughlin just out and out hated you, you know? Well, that's one thing I, I, I like, you know, my dad who passed away, I told him when I was, uh, when I would go to these press conferences and leave, he'd say, how was it? I'm like, dad, I, I, I can't believe how much these guys hate each other. He's like, no wonder why we stink. You yeah. know, just like the, 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 you know, the press and the coach hate each other and everybody's fighting. But, um. Yeah, I just it was it was really something. It was really almost uncomfortable sometimes. Yeah. No, Sherman never makes it tense, Jerry. It's never tense. You know, like I said, only after a loss sometimes if you ask a question, you can see it in his eyes, you know, because he's got a fire about him, Sherman. Trust me. You know, he's a fiery dude. But as far as the regular presses, no, he never makes it tense. He just answers your questions, you know, and, and this and that. He'll give basically the same answers over and over. Yeah. That's just the way he is, you know. All right, buddy. It's uh, our favorite time of the week, buffoon of the week. Uh, I have mine. I will go first. I know my role. Then everyone waits for yours. So mine is uh, someone who I have no interest in ever wanting on this team. Um, someone who is probably hated by most Giant fans. Uh, I'm sorry. Someone that hated by all Giant fans uh, for the helmet he wears and probably hated more in North Jersey than South Jersey because in South Jersey, if you're a Giants fan, you most likely hate the Eagles more. I'm talking about Ezekiel Elliott. Um, he's on the cusp <laughs> of a big contract, and the Cowboys soon are going to be spending loads of money on people, and it's going to be wonderful when they do it because they're going to lock themselves down into mediocrity, I believe. I don't, I'm not a believer in Dak Prescott. I think Amari Cooper's pretty good. I think Zeke Elliott's good, but he's not. I think he's the, the number four running back in the league. He's not as good as Saquon Gurley or even Le'Veon Bell. Uh, then he, so, you know, he's got this background that he has where he's been suspended for some, uh, some things he's done, and... And they get arrested in Vegas. And uh, now the commissioner is going to look into it. Not arrested, but detained. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, I don't even know what the difference is there. Uh, but now the, the, the commissioner is going to look into it more. I just find it amazing that trouble still seems to find the same guys all the time. You can't stay out of it. And you're on the cusp of making millions upon millions of dollars. And Dallas is stupid. They're still going to probably pay him because Jerry Jones is going to oh, say, yeah. I know oh, yeah. more than the rest of the world. What do you people know? I'm Jerry Jones. So it makes me happy. <laughs> so my buffoon of the week actually puts me in a good mood. And it's Ezekiel Elliott. You are my buffoon of the week, buddy. <laughs> Thanks. Good job. And after watching that video, I'm still trying to figure out why Ezekiel Elliott wasn't arrested. I, I, couldn't, I can't figure it out either. It looked like he ran up there and purposely knocked a security guy on his butt, right? Uh, yeah, I guess there's uh, different rules for different people, buddy. I have no idea. If Jerry yeah, Foley yeah. does that, he is rightfully detained. Oh, oh you would have been in a Vegas jail cell, bud. No uh, question or about Bo it. Boston, maybe at the airport tomorrow. Who the hell knows how it's going to go? Well, if you do something stupid of a boss, I, I, I hope they do put you in handcuffs. Yeah, right. you'd, you'd, be, you'd be sitting on the sideline don't, just going like that, cheering. Clapping. Right. Don't call Don't call me looking for bail money. I ain't bailing you out. No. Up in Boston, tell you right now. I'll be telling listen, throw him in there for another week, you know? And by the way, real quick, Chris, Boston to me is not Philly. It's much different. 
So, oh no, it is different, dude. I mean, I love. Totally I, I admit, I love the city of Boston. Right. I no, think, it's totally different. Yeah. I think, I think the fans, the football fans, are frauds because they don't know much pre-Drew Bledsoe. But what? No, they, they, the, the Patriots were not a franchise till. What does that mean? A Patriot fans they, are frauds? They no? They're not talking about Mosi Tutupu, Andre Tippett, Tony Eason. It's all Drew Bledsoe and, and sooner. How do you know that? I, any, any Patriots fan you talk to, they don't know anything pre-Drew Bledsoe. Okay. Sorry. All right. All right. It doesn't matter to me. I'm just <laughs> curious how you knew that. That's all. All right. Sorry, buddy. All right. Um, a lot of Giants fans up in Massachusetts, too, by the way. That's what know. I mean. And that's exactly, okay, <laughs> so that's exactly what I'm talking about. The Con- Connecticut and Massachusetts at one time was, was, Giant fans. was Red yeah. Sox- Giants like Chris Bisignano. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like yeah, exactly. It right. Was, uh, all, yeah, of a sudden, all of a sudden, Tom Brady the starts biggest, winning. Yeah. And uh, yeah. oh, we like the page the Patriots now. Yeah, the biggest Red Sox fan in the world, Dennis Drinkwater, sits behind the home plate Red Sox game. Yeah. He named his business after the Giants, Giant Glass Auto, because yeah, he was a right. Yeah, he was a, he was a Giant season ticket holder for a thousand years. Came up from Massachusetts, Massachusetts. That's right. Uh, excuse me, came down from Massachusetts to go to Giant games. Hell of a nugget of information there, buddy. Well, buddy, you know, me and him are the biggest Red Sox fans. I know Dennis from going up to Fenway. You know, you know me, bud. You name it. I probably chances are I might know the dude. <laughs> yeah, that's totally true, everybody. <laughs> All right, buffoon of the week. I mean, come on. I mean, is John Gruden for real, Jerry? Or, or Mayock, right? Oh, oh well, yeah, or Mayock. I, oh, yeah, you're right. Both of them are they for real? Mayock <laughs> and Gruden signing, bringing Richie Incognito out of retirement. And signing him to a one-year deal. I mean, is this just to make sure they get on hard, no- hard knocks, Jerry? <laughs> so I gotta say, I, mean, I don't want to interrupt you, but that's one time. Like the the Giants have had a, a rough run, but I'm glad we don't go after guys like this now. Oh, I mean, I don't get what Gruden's doing with the. I mean, here's a guy. He's retired. He's coming out of a time. Like John, do you really think this guy's gonna help your team, Richie Incognito? Besides, do something stupid on the field. I know they don't. I know they don't care in Oakland and all that, but oh my God. This is not the seventies and eighties, John. Just gonna say that you think they're trying to recreate that? I, I think so. in their own way, I think Gruden is, bud. I really yeah. do. Yep. Those days are over. There's no Ted Hendricks isn't. You know, nobody's gonna be on the sideline with a with a with a mask on like Hendricks used to do. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean, I mean, I just don't get what Gruden's doing. He, uh, I think he's, you know, he brought over Vontez Burfick. You know, um, yeah, R- Richie Incognito today. Antonio, um, Antonio Brown's not the best. Antonio Brown, ever. who hasn't been an OTA yet. Mm-hmm. All right. I just don't get what Gruden's doing with these veterans. It's, sometimes it seems like he's, I, I don't know. Like, is he, is he pitching for hard knocks to make sure he gets on it? Yeah. Whatever it is, John, you can't, and Mike Mayock, you can't possibly look the rate of fans in the eyes and say, oh, yeah, this guy's going to help us out. I mean, <laughs> thank God, man. Um, that move is mind boggling to me. And at the same time, it has earned the Raiders organization, well, mainly Mayock and Gruden, the buffoon of the week. It seems like those guys, Incognito and Perfect, are guys that he would kill teams for going after as an analyst. And now he's doing it. It's surprising to me. I think moves like that, I don't agree with either one of them. But if you're the Patriots, I think you could pull that move off and people would say, well, they'll make it work somehow. But the Raiders aren't going to – the Giants, the Raiders, they're not making those moves work, right? Uh, I don't think anybody, man. I mean, you know, it's – I just don't get it. I just don't get it at all, you know. But 
this is what John Gruen's doing out there. You know, he's bringing in all these veterans and guys. Now he's bringing in guys with checkered pasts, you know. Um, yeah. We'll see. I, you know, Gruden, I Check, think it's going to blow up pass, in his face. Like you said, man, not named Ted Hendricks. Jack Tatum, not that Jack Tatum had one. I'm just naming guys from the 70s. Like, hmm. you know, you know the, the Richie Incognito, he's older and uh, I don't know. He's okay now. He's not like one of the best linemen in the league. Incognito? I, I can't even picture him playing, Jerry. I, I, you know? Yeah, exactly. Right. He's been out of the league a year. Right, yeah. Right, right, That's what yeah. I mean. It's not like you, it's not like, I don't know. Uh, the, the, uh, it's not like Zach Martin is a bad guy. Who all of a sudden is a free? Uh, he's available, and you yeah. you pick him up, right? That's yeah. like okay, you probably got one of the best guards in the NFL. Yeah, I just saw that today, and I said, "Oh my God, John, are you kidding me? You you just won buffoon a week with that move. What is the purpose of that move? Come on, stop! Right, so I know, stellar, obviously, stellar choice by you, pal. Thank you, man. I just can't figure out what the heck they're doing out there, man. I I really don't. Some of these things Gruden does, and I was a big advocate of Gruden too, man. Last few years, like this guy, no. I just don't get what he's doing. I really don't. We'll one, see. One thing I've been consistent with, that guy's nuts. He's capable yeah. of anything. Oh, yeah. You always said that. Yeah. Uh, well, well, we know Goon's, you know, a little wacky, <laughs> but now he's in charge, you know? I mean, I, just listening to him on Monday Night Football and the interviews, I'm just like, this guy's not all there. He, he's out of his mind. I, there's there's people who like football like 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 you and I, and then there's people like John Gruden where you're like, you – that you have a screw loose, bro. You you are out of your mind. So, you know, if you're if you're driving a car in your head, someone else is driving that automobile. I don't even know if he's in control of himself. So, Jerry, I can't see how they don't wind up at all. That's going to be announced. I think this week or oh, next I, week. I, I would be must see TV. I would tune in every week. I oh, know. listen, Jerry, it's going to be so entertaining. Don't get me wrong. Between Gruden and all these, you know, some of these lunatics they have on the team, it's going to be fun. It's got to be the Browns. I, I know and the Giants. The, I know the Giants are in the running. I think there's only there's like five teams in the running. Uh, uh, but I cannot, I cannot see how the Raiders don't get this. But how uninteresting would 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 an, a, a quarterback meeting with Eli Manning, Daniel Jones, and Alex Tanny be? I mean, I would almost hope Lalletta shows up just to make it more interesting. Like I would have no interest in watching that. I want to watch. Yeah. I want to see you know teams like rip each other apart, like the Raiders and the Browns. Like that's yeah. fun to watch. Yeah, you're not going to see that with the Giants. So no, I'm, right. I'm sure the HBO producers, the Hard Knocks producers, are saying that as we speak. Are we really going to have the Giants? Uh, what the hell are they going to give us? <laughs> Nothing. And not with Odell anymore. I mean, Odell would have gave you something, right? right. Odell, right, right. Um, you know, Snacks is always an entertaining figure. You know, you never know. You know, Snacks was funny at times. But they, this, you know, I was talking about it with somebody. Uh, this is just like a it's like a boring type locker room, you know, which is great. Good, in, good. in my opinion. I know? like it. I love being boring again. Yeah. It's yeah. like New England. New England's a very boring team, but they 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 win some games up there, you know? Let the business be football and that's it. Right. All right, buddy. Stellar job once again. Like I said, everybody, nineteen thousand Twitter followers, hundred and fifty six ratings on iTunes. You people are freaking awesome. I'm dead serious about it. Thank you so much. For the support you've given us, uh, we really appreciate it. Um, that's all I got, man. I just always thanking you guys because it's uh, it's a lot of fun doing this. And Chris, absolutely spectacular work today, all over Twitter. I think you saw oh, seven thousand tweets. I hope everybody likes it, man. I hope everybody liked it. So, um, and Jerry, if you jump in an Uber cab right now, yeah, you could get the Fenway in twenty minutes, I'm and good. you'll get there by the third inning. I'm good. I'm uh, I'm going to be watching the Yankees on my phone, my sling box. So. You're 15 minutes from Fenway, bud. I'm good. Thank you. Trying to cut back. All right, buddy. Um, all right, everybody. If you want to order 15 a copy, copy of The Giant Insider, go to www.thegiantinsider.com for a uh, 
a, a subscription. You see, Chris, you, I'm totally thrown off because you brought up. Yeah, the, yeah, I totally I, messed I, you up. Yeah, you are whatever. so easy, man. Manchester, you are so easy. We have an app, whatever. All right, guys, <sighs> Sundays are giant days. Take care, everybody. <laughs> Take care.